0: Try to drop the intro, but usually you're the one that drops the intro. I don't even I know. I think now that we're
1: recording this part and you're talking about dropping the intro and this is the soft lead-in, it has to
0: end <laughs> with you doing the intro. All right, well, let, let me let, long, let me try to point. do my best Dan Scully impression then.
1: No, no, no! Do <clears> your <throat> own intro. Do um, a
0: Steve Richards do, uh, intro. Richards don't be Richards
1: me. Intro. There's enough me. All right, um, we need you. Uh.
0: God damn it! You say the name of the show <laughs> followed by
1: your name. It's the simplest right, thing in the world. I'm trying
0: really hard here, man. you I don't feel supported right now. Pretend that um, I am
1: a table at Chili's, okay. and you're greeting.
0: <laughs> you're greeting. Hey guys, welcome to Hot Property with Dan. I'm with Dan and Steven. I'm Steven Richards. Can I just do some some egg rolls or some burger bites?
1: (laughs) My name is Dan Scully, and even though I'm dining alone, I think I'd like to do a two for 20, half for here and half to go. Who am I kidding? It's all for here.
0: That's usually against policy, but I don't care about my job enough to say no. (laughs) We also... (laughs) Joining us today, we have uh, a very old friend of mine, um, uh, the the pride of upstate New York and beer connoisseur, concert connoisseur, Brianna Ligon. Hello. <laughs> How are you today?
2: I'm doing good. I'm on staycation, so Ooh. that's, yeah, that's why, great. Yeah, that's why we
0: wanted to grab you when we could, since um, you're one of the few people that's actually back in the office these days.
2: Ugh, it started way too soon. Yeah. I've been really? they have you in the office it's June 1st. Oh, um, no. And we're at full staff now. So that's, that's great. That's
0: insane. So, if
1: you, have you, a, like, if you see an stuff? outbreak
0: coming from upstate New York, you know where it came from. It was
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, take it up with my employer. Um, yeah, we're, in theory, we mask up when we're in shared spaces.
1: Okay. In that's theory, the official, you said. <laughs> so is that's a the official practice? protocol. fun, uh, uh, fun.
2: I'm an avid mask wearer. I'm not afraid to say it.
1: (laughs) Fair, fair, as it should be.
2: I am probably one of the few that actually follows the regulations, but.
1: That's crazy that even in the office, people don't. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wish we could go back in time. I was having this conversation the other day. I wish we could go back in time and just lie to the populace. And instead of saying, wear the mask because that protects others, we should just be like, wear the mask because it protects you because i feel like that would now. tweak some it's just yeah <laughs> yeah Ugh, everyone should do their part no one wants to well i read, i read, realize
2: I... that america is the most selfish country on the planet we don't yeah, care it's like yeah. built
1: in <laughs> it's built into our system
0: and like, i saw i saw somebody steal. on instagram he was like the whole culture here is that we wear a mask in order to protect everyone else and to make sure sh- like we're we're very much part of the whole whereas america is so individualistic that like actually saving the population gets in the way of your individual beliefs. Mm -hmm. That's why people don't want to wear masks because they feel it's in like, you know, like everyone's been screaming at the top of their lungs at Costco an infringement on their rights, which is fucking ridiculous.
1: And this person you talked to is right.
2: I just heard today that a 17 year old employee at Sesame place or wherever that water park is had to get, jaw surgery because somebody punched him in the face for asking him to wear a mask.
0: That's insane. Well, you know cool what they guy. say, man, Sesame Street, you're still on the street.
1: <laughs> still from the streets. <laughs> still from the streets. <laughs> it was Oscar the Grouch. He was like, you have to put on a mask. <laughs> like, I'm not putting one on. You, you just have to, Oscar. It's for other people. He's like, I don't even have an immune system. I live in this, this can.
2: <laughs> I'm
1: made of fur. <laughs> I'm my insides are literally a puppeteer's hand. I don't give a uh.
2: just wear a glove.
1: Yeah,
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) wear wear a glove. That would be amazing if Sesame Street just became like all the puppets became self-aware to the point that they knew they were controlled by puppeteers. That's a dark (laughs) show, and I want to watch that.
0: That's called uh, that's called Nietzsche Place.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Is that how that's pronounced? I've been
0: dying to know how to say Nietzsche. People say. Is it Nietzsche? Nietzsche? I don't know.
3: We're, we're Americans; we can I
0: bastardize care. whatever we want. <laughs> I was like Nietzsche.
1: What's <laughs> up, <laughs> Nietzsche? I've never Nietzsche known. Then again, I've I've never really been in a situation where I've needed to say it because you know I'm not that smart.
0: So, this is the first time I was in a position to say it in a long time. So
3: <laughs> I'm glad card I can call you fun. upward.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm admiring the roof situation in your little window here, brief.
2: So, this is my bedroom, and this is my slanted ceiling, which I thought was a really cool idea when I moved in to this house. It's not.
1: No? Because I love <laughs> the whole slanted limiting. thing. It's fun. Oh, yeah. I it guess It looks that's
2: cool, true. but it's restricting for actual activities in the bedroom. But it does. It's like I made it look the illusion cool. the space. Mm.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> look cool. I think we all know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's gymnastics no it's it, those things are cool Jumping
1: to, like, I like, thought they looked cool but when when you think about it I guess it does make sense that it like looks like there's space there but it's space that that becomes less space the more you need to mm-hmm. use it but yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: originally I had my bed oriented under it and that provided a problem <laughs> that mm-hmm. seemed, <laughs> became problematic so it changed that now my dresser's there and that seems okay but now it's created this like cavern because I never walk over here I just I'm always mm. sitting on my bed when I use my dresser so now it's like lost items live down here and that's I cool. haven't missed them so I, I haven't cleaned it up.
1: I have a crevasse <laughs> between my bed and the wall that is like a fun time capsule every couple months <laughs> where it's just like oh, oh that's that shirt awesome boom or ooh, a tissue know, just yeah it's but it's fun though you know you go to oh night, my late, cable you know? bill oh. that's why i can't watch food network
2: (laughs) i also have a lot of old um cell phone boxes like the original packaging that things came in Mm -hmm. because i'm afraid to get rid of them even after i've moved on to the next device so i have like every cell phone that i've ever owned
1: all the boxes somewhere down here (laughs) i mean i have a similar thing i have a t-mobile bag that is probably about 10 years old and anytime i get a new device all the packaging goes in there because i'm just paranoid like somehow apple's gonna screw me and i'm gonna be right <laughs> yeah. with the box
2: instead they screw you right to your work. face it's, yeah, yeah I they, still they, have, like, the box didn't do anything
0: <laughs> <laughs> i still have my like 6s in the basement collecting multiple like a lot of dust and then i i realized that when I was in high school, I would go through a phone like every three or four months because I was just not um, responsible with them, and I would break so them. So you break them or lose them? I'd break them. i break them or lose them, yeah, both. And that then, was back
2: when they were Nokia's. How did you break them? <laughs>
0: yeah, what did you do? A lot, lot, a lot of sexting, a lot of sexting.
1: <laughs> did you just keep trying to angrily hang up on people, and then like you just weren't that used too. to the world without hanging up yet?
0: Because now I you're broke, like, fuck
1: you. Uh, actually,
0: um, I – <laughs> I actually broke more payphones that way, slamming my own cell phone against it um, than I did my cell phones. But um, in, the, in the era of iPhone, I've actually been very proud of myself because I've only been through... I lost my phone once and it got returned to me and then it did break. And then other than that, that was one phone. And other, since then, I've, I've actually outlasted all of my life on all of my phones. And I'm actually thinking about getting a new one now just because... I've had this for so long. I want an upgrade, right. rather than I, I guess this rather is than a, I need an upgrade. This is growing up, you know. Yeah, this is what happens. As Blink One Eighty Two said, exactly. If you have <laughs> your exactly phone for so, so long, up. I guess this is growing up. Is the it. exact lyrics,
1: yeah. <laughs> the, the um. I, I've only ever busted up one iPhone before. Like, I'm, I'm pretty good at preserving phones because, for the most part, I'll just upgrade. Like, I don't own this yet, it's still being taken out of my yeah. bill. So, it's like I'm really cautious about it because I don't want to have to pay for something that I can't use. And one time, oh, and I'm not going to remember his name, there was a guy who worked at Chili's and he lived near where I lived in West Philly at the Overbrook. Yeah. And um, actually, we've both been there. And, um, He was like one of the at the executive house. Executive house. That's it. Yeah. Uh, uh, It was on Overbrook. That was the 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 train station that was there. And I forget what his name was, but he was the nicest guy. And no matter where you ran, I always ran into him, and he always said hi and was willing to talk. But me being who I am, sometimes it's like I don't want to fucking talk right now. And one day I had driven home from Chili's, and it was the day that I decided my new iPhone five. I was tired of having a case on it. I wanted to experience one day of caseless, just small phone. And I had it sitting on my lap while I was driving. And when I parked, this guy walked by and I was like, oh, he's going to want to talk. I was like, oh, you know what? He didn't see me. I can hide. And then it occurred to me, I was like, you're being a dick. He's your friend. He's your neighbor. You should get out of the car and say hi. And I was like, you know what? This is, this is the right move. And I opened the door and I stood up and my phone that was on my lap fell to the street and shattered luckily it was only the back so I was still able to use it but all I was thinking was the world just reinforced that I should have just been a dick and not said (laughs) hi to my friend and now the and like now I'm just gonna be meaner because of it and uh, but credit where it's due even though the back was shattered I covered it in duct tape and I kept that phone for like four more years it worked just fine.
2: I mean, you did ask the universe to test you by removing it from the case.
1: That's true. That's true. I was like invoking some sort of universal magic. It's like, ooh, it's such a small phone. Will I drop it? (laughs) 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 Then, of course, I dropped it. Yeah, I mean,
0: I definitely owe a lot of my success to the cases that I've bought, which have been, um, you know, a a godsend. Even though this case I have now is currently falling apart. Like, you can see that it's. You know, oh well. Kind of tearing tearing away at the seams there. It looks but... like
1: is that an Otterbox?
0: No, it's um the angle? a Sahara case starring okay. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs>
1: <Mine's>... <laughs> <laughs> Man, they tried, they were that was gonna be the next Indiana Jones and then it bombed. Like the oh, studio has totally had bombed. so much faith behind that. My case is just like a little sleeve thing, but I I am totally sold on it because when I got my phone, the uh, guy at the well my previous phone, the guy at the at the Mobile counter. He was like, "You need a case, right?" I was like, "Yeah, what case should I get?" And he just pulled out his phone. And he goes, "This one," and he just tossed his phone <laughs> and, and landed <laughs> it on the floor. And I was like, "That is amazing! Like, how? I, I'll take this case. Of course, I'll take this case." And I've stuck with that brand ever since because yeah, he was confident, and his phone was totally fine.
2: He could be a traveling case salesperson with that pitch. Like, yeah, it's a great. No, <laughs> I, did,
0: I disagree. I disagree. Nobody wants anybody visiting them at their home at any time of day, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yes. Especially if
1: someone knocked on my door in the answer and they were like, check out my phone. Boom! <laughs> you want one? be like, what's happening? I think you were here for my neighbor. I don't know. you're throwing out something. Some yeah,
0: I'm, I'm lucky because in... Uh, like the unit that I live in is actually I do the side entrance and the front entrance goes to the upstairs unit. So any like Jehovah's Witness or whatever just knocks on their door and leaves me me alone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, I have an issue because our landlord is a plumber and his shop is downstairs. And so our front door leads to both his downstairs door and our apartment door upstairs. And so there's times where like I'll answer the door and it'll be someone that's just like, Hey, And I'm like, I, I don't know what's happening. Who are you? What's happening? And it's just like some like third party worker trying to give a message to their boss, which is my landlord downstairs. But I'm just like, there in my box. just like, what do I need an adult at this moment. What's happening? Because <laughs> they're always like construction guys. So they're just like, yeah. you know, they're just dirty and sweaty and like, you know, they're not businessmen. So there's not like a strong conversation happening here. They're just, they're expecting to see my landlord. Instead, yeah. it's me, and I'm just, hey, so what do you want? What's happening? I have and,
2: um, a good story about unwanted company. What's at here? Your door. Okay. Is so, it, was it me? No, not this <laughs> time. Uh, so this uh, was. Not this
0: time. Great. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this was uh, late night in October, three or four years ago, long enough to where I was still watching The Walking Dead. So put it in perspective that way. <laughs> So I was up and trying to wind down for bed and I got a knock at the door and my dog doesn't care for company either. So she's going nuts. And I go over and I see it's this guy in a camouflage rain poncho. And I opened the door a little bit and I couldn't really understand what he was saying. So he repeated himself and he said, I need you to call my parole officer to come and get me. And I was like, okay, so close and lock the door, dog's going ape shit. And I call 911, and the guy gestures to like have me hand him my phone. And I said, no, thank you. And I call, cops show up a little while later. I'm like describing him over the phone to the operator. And every time I said what he was wearing, he would remove a layer. So it started with the poncho and like now it's a white t-shirt and jeans. Now he's not wearing a shirt. And he, by that stage, police showed up and
0: he removes his skin.
2: (laughs) 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 So he's like being very submissive. He's knelt down. It's pouring rain, by the way, like so much rain happening. And he's just being calm on his knees, hands on his head. They arrest him. And they come and ask me how I knew him. I'm like, he just showed up at my house. I don't know him at all. And apparently he had been camping in the woods nearby, got washed out from the rain. And I Googled him once I saw his name and everything, I Googled him and he had tried to arrest a bank in Kingston when he was 17 years old and he got shot in the process. So one of the things that I described is that he had a scar on his abdomen and I found out how he got the scar. After the fact. So it was That's just wild. very weird. Somebody came to my house and had me asked to have him arrested.
1: How how old is this guy?
2: Like, he So it had happened probably two years prior. So he's probably 19.
1: Wow. Oh, my God.
2: Happened.
1: He's not having a very easy
0: go of it. <laughs> no. Yeah. Ooh, my house is like a beacon for that there, sort though.
2: of crazy shit. I don't know. Yeah. it. That's wild.
0: Or a breacon.
2: <laughs> or a breacon. <laughs> I've had people stop here just to tell me Bree. that. Because your name is For those that don't know, Um, I've had people stop here just to tell me that my house had a good energy about it.
0: That's because, you know what? You know what? (laughs) There's so many hippies. There's so many hippies. And by the way, you're one of them, Bree. There's so many hippies in upstate New York. It's ridiculous. I mean, that's where Woodstock is. They're just all bleeding from Woodstock and bringing all their crystals with them and all their their chakras and all those kind of things. Get Get the fuck out of here.
2: What I love so this, is why,
0: this is why I, 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 like. part of me still wants to move back home because I do love the area. But then I think about how what? many fucking hippies there are and I want <laughs> to kill myself.
1: <laughs> I was at a concert once and like a friend of a friend was like a real like hippie guy. But like not even really a hippie. He was just one of those guys that was definitely more into the drugs of the shows than the music of the shows. So I wasn't super tight with him. Like, well, oh man, it's bad depends on the show but he was very much that guy like he just and he was probably like 22 at the time and I was maybe like 26 but he came up to me and he was like yo Scully I want you to feel something and I'm like all right present it and then we'll talk about whether I'm down for this and he just very earnestly put like a gem in my hand he was like do you feel the energy coming off of that gem (laughs) I looked at him like no (laughs) I feel I feel grease on it because you're covered in sweat and you handed it to me, <laughs> but I feel nothing out of this gem. Please tell me that you found this and did not buy it. And he was like, "No, nah, I bought it for like 50 bucks. I'm like, we're never going to connect. We're just never, yeah. you go over there and take your fucking half a hundred dollar gem. That has a good energy about it. And I'm going to go to the beer tent.
0: I don't know if this is the last time I saw Brie, but it might've been, I forget. Was it Mountain Jam like three, like three years ago?
2: It, it might've been Mountain Jam.
0: It was your birthday. At the at the last day,
2: almost my birthday's in um, July, Mountain jam's in June, but it was this good, um, <laughs> but um, I think we might have seen each other once after that, but continuing your story
0: anyway, so as I was in I, was, I went to Mountain Jam because uh, our friend Chant, another podcast guest star, was having like his wedding celebration there, and I knew I spent too much time in the city of Philadelphia when I got there and saw the cast of characters that was like you know arm, arm up in the air dancing around like flailing and things like that. and Just the, the constant reek of marijuana and I'm like god I, I'm gonna hate the next three days aren't I? I bet you had fun. It was fun yeah it was fun. Although <laughs> it I, sounds
1: I, pretty fun but after three days I'd be like all right Sage pump the brakes we sh- to get out of here.
2: <laughs> when no one has showered for that long yeah. it becomes yeah. less and less tolerable. Oh,
1: yeah. Like, Sage, have you heard of Sage? You should rub some on your body. because you a good Oh, time. have you met
2: my friend Sage? He'd be happy to do that for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I had but- gone to many a mountain jam before that and, like, camped and done the whole thing.
3: Yeah.
2: And it used to be a great time. It's one of those things that got bastardized over the years, and now it's not even at Hunter Mountain anymore, which kind of tracks uh, going back to Woodstock so many things that our Woodstocks claim to fame never actually happened in the town yeah. of Woodstock, including the really? music festival. Yep.
1: Which... Where did Woodstock happen?
2: In Bethel, New York, a good hour and a half, two hours away from Woodstock. No so, way. Yeah. Yep. That's so
1: on brand though, that like a group of hippies were like, we made it to Woodstock. And they're like, <laughs> uh, you're not in Woodstock. I'm like, what? It's
2: nowhere near it, man. Uh, yeah, man. So... We're all on a
0: different trip, right? But they were Woo. they were gonna they were gonna move Mountain Jam to the site that Woodstock was on, right? Which
2: is what they did. So last year, twenty nineteen, Mountain Jam was at Bethel Woods, which is where Woodstock happened. And it I love Bethel. I think it's a great outdoor music venue and it definitely is hollowed ground. Like I you know, I am that hippie that wants to walk barefoot in that grass just to Oh yeah, feel like part of it. But it's mountain jam didn't have the same spark because there were no mountains around at least change the name of the concert if you're in a rolling hill that's the best you got <laughs> yeah rolling they could call hill
1: it yeah. rock and rolling hill there you go
0: <laughs> it writes itself or just call or, it fucking woodstock again yeah call it bethel it's it's still wrong it's, it's <laughs> still wrong, still wrong. <laughs> it 50
2: years later it's still wrong yeah. like here we are
0: are manhattan call it call it bechamel cheese festival (laughs) dude if there was a
1: concert called bechamel cheese festival it does not matter who's playing i would go
3: you're there because i want that shirt
1: that's a great shirt yep even though i don't know any bands now they're all like wolf bear and bear wolf i I don't know um i would still wear the shirt that just says wolf bear Bear not
2: beowulf because i would listen to beowulf
1: they're both bangs <laughs> it's um but Beowulf is spelled b-a-i-o wolf and their logo is scott holding no, a sword <laughs> i
0: thought you're gonna say bow wolf b-a-o wolf and it's a wolf just in a bow button
1: <laughs>
0: that's pretty good
1: too but yeah. i feel like it might get lit up for
0: appropriation
1: so i'm just trying to i'm trying to keep it tight. yeah
2: Keep it right. with Scott Baio. That's Scott, Scott
1: Bayo just needs the press, frankly, so he's not going to say anything. <laughs> and Beowulf, we still don't even know who wrote it,
0: so we're good. the The worst <laughs> thing about going to Mountain Jam when it was at when I went there the one time and the only time I went there um, <laughs> it was Sasquatch. No, was there are bears. The, there are. Uh, the beers are great. Don't get me wrong, but there was <laughs> bear. Oh, Bears bear. also great. <laughs> also great. <laughs> and Beowulf.
1: Awesome. I wish Farewell. they were more of their old album though.
0: There was there was a crime against humanity there though. And <laughs> what? it was it was the cheesesteak that they sold from the uh, one of the food trucks, which was cubed meat, like big, big chunks of meat, like quarter size thick cubes of meat.
3: Wrong.
0: Um, I think it was like uh chunks of provolone cheese, onions and peppers.
1: Not gonna lie, that's not a cheesesteak, but that sounds pretty good. I I would eat it.
0: Now, it was a good steak sandwich, but it was yep. not a cheesesteak. My a friend cheese Rick steak. bought like six of them over three days, and they were all $19 a piece. Oh, God. <laughs> um, yo, let's they go really into that, though. How should a cheesesteak be? All right. Um, easy. Shaved ribeye. Frozen Agreed. shaved ribeye put onto a hot um, flat Uncleaned top. flat top, yeah. And a very un- it's got to be the, the, the worst flat top ever. Yeah, it's been operating for 24
1: hours.
0: Yes, and then um, melted American on top, take the roll, put it on top of that, flip it up, cut it in half, you're good to go.
1: Only steak and
0: cheese for you? Fried onions. I'll go fried onions. Fried onions? Which for everyone listening out of market, fried onions are actually just sauteed onions. I don't know why they fucking call them that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's just to, to evoke the imagery of them being browned because they have to yeah. be like golden. Yeah. You know? See I go I go provi over the uh over American. But I know I just American. I love the creaminess original. of American. Fair enough. I like the I know of you do too, Pro-V. Mr. Mr. Cheese End. Dude, I had a big old hunk of American <laughs> before I came up here and in my head I I literally <laughs> said, you know what I'd like to talk about on the show today? How crappy it is that American cheese and vanilla flavor are both terms that we use to like associate with plainness. And I think that Vanilla and American cheese both have very rich, complex flavor yeah. profiles.
0: I would definitely I agree with that.
1: You know, like, people are always like, oh, it's so vanilla. And it's like, you no, know, vanilla
0: is very complex. That's a great, it's just a good flavor. All right, Brie, from the land of the sub, what is, what is your cheesesteak idea?
2: Well, I... I will admit that I save my cheesesteaks for when I am in Philly. It's not you something should. that I order outside of those parameters. And I let you build mine, usually. I follow uh, yeah. your recommendations. Yeah. But if I recall the last time we did that, it was... I think it was American cheese. And I think you had me put mayo on it, too. Does that sound right?
1: No. I'm a mayo guy with the cheesesteak.
0: so show. Sure. I mean... Yeah, uh, I mean, when was the last time you even came to Philly? I, I might came, have been a completely actually, different person. I
2: came in October, and you were too busy to hang out with me.
3: Ooh.
2: If that, I had known what years. was
0: in front of us, I would have been down there in a second. <laughs>
3: right? Yeah. If we knew know, that we're, we're all going to be,
0: after, after lockdown ends,
1: I'm not, like, I used to feel, like, glorified when I would say no to something. I'd be like, like, you want to do this? i am like, you know what? No. I'm going to do my own thing. And it was, like, freedom. And now, no matter what it is, if someone's like, can you drive a million miles to like look at this rotten <laughs> banana with me? I'd be like, yes, please. I have to do this. <laughs> what it's a masterful <laughs> of I would say for my cheesesteak, because I think the classic cheesesteak is American or whiz, the shaved ribeye, um, and then the option for fried onions. But me, if I'm making one myself, it's mayo, provolone, ribeye, uh, Peppers and onions, both sauteed. I like mushrooms in there, too. And Mm -hmm. um, I I go back and forth between provolone and every once in a while, whiz. But whiz is when I know I'm eating, like, a shitty cheesesteak. And I'm just embracing that. Where I'm like, well, at least it's orange. And I just go that way.
0: Whiz is just too messy, man.
1: It's too messy. But, yeah. Mine is definitely mayo, provi. Peppers, onions,
0: mushrooms. Also,
1: the ironic thing about... I, you know, prefer.
0: The ironic thing about why I don't like Wiz is because even though I love American cheese on my cheesesteak, Wiz is too processed <laughs> for me. Yeah. Like, it tastes too fake, even though I love to have American cheese in mine. So I, I'm just... I just don't make any sense. I know that. But, but
1: I own it. But American cheese still feels like a, cult, like a cultured cheese where Wiz is
0: like... It's from like, a can. <laughs> yeah, it's from yeah. a can.
1: It feels or like some like 3D it's actually from printed
0: the depths cheese of and then it melted. And that, Dan, you put it exactly right. Some 3D <laughs>
1: printed cheese and it melted. I saw a guy on a talk show once that was talking. He wrote a book called The Food Diet. And they were like, What's the food diet? <laughs> Every like, diet is a food diet. <laughs> but it was actually a really interesting thing that he said. His diet consisted of, he was like, Really, the, the crux of it all is eat food, not edible food products. And I was like, That's interesting. Well, you know, know what that day, means. Like, you know, you could eat a can of Whiz and get your caloric intake for the day, or you could have some, you know, like some nuts.
0: Damien, you know what that means? You, you can't, you it can't have easy. any phase.
1: Can't have phase. No. Phase Honestly, is not a, really on the, the food diet. Butter. I mean, I guess butter is mean, processed, but not yeah, It's It's machine. You,
0: you can get cultured butter. Yeah.
2: And this we all a did great that field s- trip where you made your own butter. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> You could do it. I didn't go on too many field to fields in high school because I was a bad boy.
1: Why didn't yeah. that take off though? Everyone's like, Oh, I'm doing a sourdough starter here in quarantine. I have not seen a single post of like, churn my own butter. It's quarantine. <laughs> Learn new skills. You got nothing Why to time. Not yeah, right. <laughs> Someone's gotta step up and do that. Like, yeah, I made my own butter churn. I, I, I I'm not my, gonna do uh, that. Mennonite roots or some shit. Let's do it.
0: I did do a sourdough starter though, but it was given to
1: me. Can you explain to me even what it is? I'm actually not even really sure what a sourdough starter
0: is. I can't. Like I said, it was given to me, and then I looked up how to use it. So I don't know how to actually make it.
2: I mean, uh, I know so, that oh, I had so it's to. it's like
0: a dough? I had to put.
2: It's so like it's, a yeast ball that's alive. It's right? a cultured oh.
0: bacteria, yeah.
1: So it has to like expand, it has to yeah. start. Okay, that makes sense.
0: So it's the same, it's the same way. Dough, It's the same reason like to make edible cookie dough. You have to bake the flour first because flour in and of itself has bacteria inside of it already. Mm -hmm. So if you mix flour and water and let it culture or let it cultivate in, I used a mason jar. um, It will make a sourdough starter and become very pungent and very sour smelling, which makes the the dough a sourdough.
1: Yeah. I mean, sourdough is a delicious bread.
0: Yeah. The one that's, The two that I made, the first one came out okay. It it was like very bricky though. Like it was very dense. Mm. The second one had, because you want those like bubbles, those pockets of air to come up yeah, and you yeah. slice it down. Um, the first one didn't have a lot of that. The second one did because I let it proof for longer. But um, what does that mean? Ooh, I can
2: answer that because yes, i you in the You in the back, off. you and the, the hippie in the back.
0: Please answer the question.
2: <laughs> Proving is when you let the dough sit in Warmer than room temperature, but not the same as baking, and you let it sit there overnight, sometimes even longer, to let it rise up. Oh, sorry for all the Hamilton oh, out there. It's gotta um,
0: rise up, and you don't have to be. <laughs> I, was hoping, I was hoping I was hoping have one episode of the Hamilton reference.
2: <laughs> I've been waiting. I've been waiting to mention it. You haven't brought it up to me. You didn't out me for being the friend that right. you have that watched it the most.
0: You. I, I think I'm that? the friend now that we have that I watched the most. No shame. I Hamilton disagree. Rocks.
2: I disagree. I am I, watched being, it, I
0: watched it again on Saturday.
2: I am probably over 20 times I've watched it in one month.
0: Okay, yeah, it's you got it. I want to watch
2: it again <laughs> now that I'm
1: – I have one episode left to Mindhunter. And so, like, my oh. first exposure to Jonathan Groff was the Hamilton stream. And so then I watched Mindhunter, and so it's, like, backwards, where I'm just watching him I'm like, oh, he's so straight-laced. He's not a goofy king. And uh, – <laughs> well- Everyone else had the opposite experience. So I want to I try and create some semblance of that.
2: I added another level. My first Jonathan Groff experience was with Frozen. So I went oh. from Frozen to King George. Oh, I forgot he was in my
1: <laughs> I've never seen Frozen.
2: I have nieces and nephews. I've seen it Sorry. a lot.
0: Actually, no, Dan, you I mean, would like Frozen. You would like Frozen a lot, I think.
1: It's I, pretty. I see with all those animated movies, I end up loving them. I just never see them. It, I don't well, know why.
0: yeah.
2: If you're going to start, I recommend Moana first.
1: I, I saw Moana in the theater. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. Kudos Moana's to my amazing. better
1: half. She really wanted to see it. And we went and just, we had, had a good cry together. <laughs> it was a good time.
0: It was great. Yeah,
1: that's Another a really Blue good Man one. Will. Indeed.
2: Another, and I feel like there's a lot of echoing between the two soundtracks also. Just like oh, the sure. chord progressions really yeah. are similar in the best way. I'm not saying that. I just love that segment. he's like a
1: he's like just such a warm force of, of nice and positive and it's so hard to be that especially when you're the focus of like attention and he manages yeah. it so well so massive respect to to uh, Lin-Manuel.
0: And I saw an interview with him recently and I realized like what his like his uh, professional niche is is that his voice is so high-pitched yet so raspy at the same time and that's yeah. like what puts him above other vocalists is that kind of like high-pitched but almost like kind of a painful bit of uh, you know stuff going on with his voice which makes it which makes his portrayal of Hamilton so all the more real. It, and Can
1: it makes we, him sound like kind of dweeby in a way that that works yeah. for that I think. You Can know, we see, name like, that
2: Textured Tenor? I feel Textured like Tenor I like
1: that a lot. That's very yeah. good.
2: That's yeah. very
1: good. And if I was like a, a singer and I was a tenor and I was writing a blog, that would be the blog. But like I'm the, well, welcome back to the textured temp. I can't even say it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he could. I can't sing. Yeah, I saw. He has a, to be
2: able to say that his his um syllable pr- output is through the roof.
1: Projection. Yes. He must enunciate.
2: <laughs>
3: yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. the, I had to um, watch um, David digs with the closed captions on just because i couldn't listen fast enough to He's how much gosh, was saying.
0: Diggs is the voice man. though
1: it's like soft crushed velvet
0: Ooh. Oh. wait Dan. what was that movie you told me to watch with the V digs blind spotting it's the movie that him and
1: rafael Castell wrote together and starring together it is okay. phenomenal.
3: It's really phenomenal it's really
1: good it's really great good
2: where can i find that on the um, i web? mean it's
1: yeah, it's, it's on it was like Amazon in the prime. theaters last year, so it's oh it's on prime, yeah. So it's it's around Amazon Prime. And I think in the Amazon Prime. Uh, yeah, Amazon the, Prime. In the wake of, of the George Floyd protests, it was one of the movies that was put on a lot of services as like this one's free. And mm. so uh, it's probably very easy to find at this point. Sweet. And it's so good. So so so, so good.
0: Um, more in that. in in the aspect of time. I do want Bree to be able to experience our 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 popular bits. Oh yes, yes. So Bree, what which would you like to do first? Snack corner or stupid questions? I want to follow cupboard.
2: Yeah. sorry. Snack cupboard. cupboard.
0: Sorry, I I eat all my snacks in a corner in the dark because (laughs) of shame. So that's why I keep calling it snack corner. My snacks are in the closet.
2: (laughs) I think uh, I am one to honor tradition, and typically stupid questions comes first. So.
0: Okay, well, I will let you actually listen. I
3: do.
0: I know. I feel so honored and special. I have two podcasts, and I'm just so
1: used to people being like, "I love the show," and I'm like, "You didn't fucking listen to the show." But
2: well, before we do stupid questions, even if I didn't know you guys and I heard the cheese ends episode, I would think that Dan and I were like star-crossed kinship because cheese is life. Cheese, is so,
1: I mean, I cheese love ends are a great way to get a variety of different high quality cheeses, albeit in end form <laughs> but guess what? Ends melt so it is, it is uh, Ends che- Ends melt just like the rest of us <laughs> You know what I, I melt? Ha- when I see cheese ends
2: <laughs> I have two lines that I always say is that if I was diagnosed as lactose intolerant, I'd know how I'm going out Yeah I will never quit. And then my other one is, my parents knew what they were doing when they named me Bree.
1: Hey! (laughs) Very nice.
2: Cheese dad jokes for you.
1: Thank you. Very good. Oh, is there a... No, I can't think of a cheese that sounds like dad. I was going to try and piggyback.
0: Couldn't do it. All right, Bree, pick a number between one and six. Four. Okay. Uh, Yesterday... I realized, instead of tomorrow, shouldn't it be no today?
1: I don't know if I get that.
0: And yes, yesterday I realized, instead of tomorrow, shouldn't it be no (laughs) today? No. I mean, it could be.
1: I don't know whether it should be. (laughs) It certainly could, because it sounds kind of like a diss on Saturday. People are like, yo, it's Saturday. I'm like, Saturday? more we're like, Notre Dame. And people are like, oh, god damn it. You just rained on my Saturday parade. So I yeah. think tomorrow works. But I mean, I think it, it, entomologically it, speaking, it's sound.
2: I think n- no, because it should be <laughs> next ter
0: Oh, I like that a lot day. better. Yeah. Ooh, that's pretty good.
2: I, I don't but, like Notre Dame. day I'm very Next-ter-day,
0: upset about this. Next day sounds uh, more complicated to say than just tomorrow. You can. <laughs> what is
1: tomorrow even?
0: Because like it's yeah. Now like, we're it's now we getting the, the portmanteau of
1: two words because I think it's like, um, if I were to guess, it would be like oh you know so long, and then it would be like yes I will see you you know <laughs> perhaps I will see you when we are at the tomorrow you know when we go to tomorrow yeah. tomorrow that's after but I don't
2: tonight, tomorrow. I think that's what the, tonight and tomorrow the blend tomorrow. So Shakespeare came, with, came up with it. Yeah,
1: probably that fucker. Yeah, All if right. only He's he thought of it yesterday. He probably uh, Dan, between, did. Be,
0: between one and five. Um, let's go with five. <laughs> okay, this is this this is one that I actually really agree with, and bear okay. with me because the first part was going to sound a little bit off but let me finish it up. <laughs> like we, make any we adjustments. should do genocide. Stay <laughs> with me. <laughs> kind of if you like brown, why? Serious <laughs> question. I was driving around today. I was driving around today and saw 3 of the most hideous brown colored cars i've ever seen. I thought why would anybody ever buy a car that color? Why do they make cars that color? Who prefers brown? But then I thought people obviously like the color even though you don't. A big Sonder moment. Anyway, I genuinely am curious what it would be like to like brown. (laughs) That's actually, that's really good. Yeah.
1: Because like Like brown doesn't feel like a color, just a staple upon which we make other colors pop.
0: Let's all just, um, just say real quick, this really only applies to cars for me. Because I do not, I do not think that a brown car is a good looking car.
2: Agreed. I agree I, can, I have the logic behind it
3: yeah
2: it doesn't show dirt
3: mm.
0: that's mm.
2: that's the theory but
0: so brown car owners are just lazy car owners <laughs> that
1: is pretty smart because like I typically
0: don't wear light colored clothes and I wish I could yeah.
1: but I'm too much of a slob and I, I just have I'll have stains it's just gonna happen mm-hmm
0: can't yeah.
2: the, there is something to be said for like a rich mahogany which is in the brown family
0: but it would that need that's really. that would need to be like i would love the mahogany wood style but wood paneling on cars is also bullshit
1: yeah mahogany to me has to be a whole experience because yeah. there's a texture and a smell and like a, a feeling of, of mahogany um mm-hmm. but just like a color it's just brown to me
0: like, a nice I hardwood brown floor need the mahogany moment. A nice hardwood bookshelf can always look great. The wood paneling that you have in your room right now looks amazing, and it's brown. Yeah, that's cool. But why do brown cars specifically always look like shit?
1: It is because it's so bland, which is weird, because if you think about it in terms of, like, a sport coat, I would never see someone with a brown sport coat and say, I love the color of your sport coat. But I would say, that's a really nice coat. I like that. It looks great. Yeah, but if they had like a bright orange one, I'd be like, the color on that sport coat, wooey, you know. And it's sort of similar for cars, but I can't think of a car that's brown that ever looked sharp to me. And I or wonder like, if that's on purpose, and it's they're meant to just even be forgettable.
2: It probably and, looked sharp more than sharp.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's and that's, that's a good, that's, that's a great that's pun. another brown that requires a textural experience, <laughs> and and there's a God. smell. You have to have the sharp party to understand.
0: <laughs> well, Dan, you're the one
1: picture of a of a brown car. I gotta see one.
0: Dan, to chocolate your point about the color. Chocolate also requires coats,
2: smell and texture. That that you're true. onto I something love with
0: that. I love chocolate. Brown requires more. But seeing somebody wear like an aviator jacket is also awesome, and I can't pull it mm. off. But I love that I think color brown too. Off. No, I can't pull it off. Dude, if you dressed like a pilot. I think
1: it would help your life a lot.
0: And when I dress like a pilot and I go outside, people throw things at me.
1: No, no, no. They, people respect pilots because they might be on a plane that you're, that you're no, flying. Everyone,
0: everyone around here knows I'm not a pilot. They just throw things at me. Well, didn't you just <laughs> say that you it, just got you're... done pilot school? I could. I mean, quarantine has uh, taught some people new skills and things like that. So yeah, I You learned can learn
2: a lot of it online.
0: That's true. true. And my, dad, my dad's a pilot. Maybe he just taught me everything. He Isn't to really a pilot? Yeah, he flies for American. I did not know that. Oh,
1: that's wild. Yeah. I wonder if your dad well, ever flew a plane. That for
0: now, been. I mean, the, as, as everyone knows, the flight industry is on the decline. So, Whatever, I, it's sport. not going anywhere, though. That's true. Well, I mean, it's, it's not I going mean, anywhere. <laughs> it's going somewhere into the sky. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> to the sky, sc- to the skies. Yeah, man, you should dress like a pilot, and then people would be like, "Oh my God, <laughs> are you a pilot?" You could just be like, "Come fly with me," and then they're, they're going to go wherever you go because you got to know <laughs> the end of that. Be a
0: terrible way to meet, meet women. It would be it, the best way to meet women.
2: It worked for Leo in Catch Me If You Can.
0: That was in the 50s. Do you need more proof? Okay.
1: You could be like, I want to take you out for a steak dinner. And they'd be like, I don't know. And you'd be like, I'm a pilot. And they're like, okay.
2: Also, did you Leo really need any help getting women ever and Yeah, well? that's
1: true.
0: Nope. Nope. All right. So anyway, uh, Bria, an answer, number through one through four. <laughs> 3 You're up, Brie. We'll do we'll do one more, and then we we'll go to the snack cupboard after this.
1: I'll tell you what, this is a brown car, and it no, is, that is a copper car. That is a copper matter. colored car. It's the first thing that came up when I searched brown, and but I'm just the point is, it sucks. Look at it; it's garbage.
0: No, I like that color because it's copper and it's shiny and it's great.
1: Well, you're wrong. <laughs> 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 no, I think the fact that when I search literally, I search brown car. And the first thing that came up is four copper cars. I, I think it just, I think this guy's onto something. There should not be a brown car. It's lame. There, I mean, there, you, there can be, you know, to each his own. You want a brown car, go for it.
0: But, you know, you're not making any friends. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, so speaking of laughing, why do we make the sound ha when we laugh? L-M-A-O. I, why not something else? I don't know. I'm dumb.
2: I don't think I do. Say ha when I laugh,
0: but it's like that's how you spell it.
2: Yeah, that's that's the onomatopoeia for
0: it. True, I make a terrible, I make a terrible wheezing sound when I laugh. So I know (laughs) this is is not. Oh, do you agree that I make a terrible wheezing sound when I laugh? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) here it comes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I have like a throaty laugh,
1: but then every once in a while I just like hack my lungs up because I laugh too hard. Yeah. But yeah, there is a general ha-ha-ha thing to it. I guess it's just instinct, or it's just how we are.
2: I think Other I way, usually... Th- I'm sorry. Right. I only say ha when I don't genuinely mean it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: True. <That> is- <laughs> okay. Alright.
3: <laughs> You're
1: like, oh, ha-ha. Ha-ha.
2: Well, it depends on the... If there's two ha's, no, there was no. Yeah. No chuckles at all. But yeah. if it's like five or six, that's a hearty laugh.
0: Siri so has not one time genuinely laughed this entire, during this entire podcast. This <laughs> is all yeah, lies. No. Yeah, she's all into so, brown
1: cars. She hates seasons. It's yeah. all lies. <laughs> Sacrilege. <laughs> but she um, loves the
0: roof. I think that it's been societally accepted that "ha ha" is a good like. We've moved more towards texting than anything else. Yeah. That's but like. I mean, "ha has
1: been the thing forever.
0: But but what about Santa Claus? He always said "ho ho ho,", ho, ho, didn't ho. He, but he wasn't he laughing. He
1: was, he was just self-satisfied and filled with joy. <laughs> For real, he's like, "Oh, ho, 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 what a good time!" And if he fell okay. over, we'd be like, "Ah!" Ha, ha, ha. So it's
3: different.
0: Okay,
1: that makes sense. Also, like when you're touching your fingers together, it's "hey hey," like with an "e." Like, oh yeah,
0: that's an evil laugh.
3: That's it's an Mr. evil Burns. laugh.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or Bruce Willis. I want to. Like, I, hey, I hey.
0: want to do one more of my choosing because I have two more and, and I want to move to the snack ever soon. This one was very funny to me. Um, when will we build a bridge to the moon? I would love to take a road trip with the kids to the moon. It would be great if we just break ground on a bridge to the moon right now. <laughs> I don't think... <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question.
1: But I don't think we could call it a bridge. No, it would have to be an elevator or like a vacuum
0: tube also whenever people talk about this they make it seem like they don't know that the moon is not a static object around the earth (laughs) and that it will constantly be moving around the earth so like if you did build a bridge to the moon let's say you got there in one lunar cycle which is a day um, the bridge would wrap around the earth and suffocate itself
1: (laughs) I think we should try (laughs) (laughs) of all the ways you can pull the trigger on this that's like pretty
0: good Around what?
2: like a manufactured ring a la Saturn and then there would be one entry and exit point and then you'd have to skirt around the outside to get the moon
1: I think that's how we would (laughs) do it now though if if we were to do that it would be an elevator to a space station and then from the space station you could finish the path to the moon or we go the other way stop the moon, get it in one spot, and then the bridge, we're
0: halfway there. But then only half of the Earth has tides. We'll put it on our half. <laughs> very
2: American
0: of you, Dan. That was very, very American. American.
1: Put it on the other side, because as a skeptic towards the beach, I don't like tides. That's just one of those variables about the beach that makes the whole place terrifying to me. So no tides. Put that on the other side where the people who don't look like me live.
2: <laughs> and
1: then and then I'm taking a road on the on the moon bridge
2: <laughs> just to drive to the other half of the world.
0: Now I do we'll want to make sure we're... I do want to make sure that the bridge does look like the rainbow road from Mario Kart.
2: Of course it'll
1: look like the yeah. rainbow
0: road from Mario Kart.
1: That was That's that was assumed.
0: <laughs> okay. All right, so what snacks are we going to bring with us on this road on this moon road trip? Actually, I have a note, and I forget if I even have snacks on here. Oh, I didn't even look at my notes. You know, I have a weird note. Did I tell you about this note that I had that I don't know what it means because I wrote it when I was drunk? <laughs> no, let's hear it. It just says, Tim Robbins is the poor man's Kevin Spacey. the would...
2: poor man's, the blue collar.
0: Well, I think that what I meant by that was, like, if – because, like, Tim Robbins, when he was – Tim Robbins could have played every role that Kevin Spacey played if we knew that Kevin Spacey was um, a rapist long ago. Yeah,
1: but and I mean, he probably would have done better. I would say that Tim Tim Roth, Tim Robbins was it? Sorry, Tim was Robbins, Tim Roth, Tim Robbins. I think Tim Robbins, Tim Roth too. I think Tim Robbins is capable of doing it, but I, I would disagree in that Tim Robbins doesn't always look a little sinister. Part of Kevin Spacey's appeal and part of the irony, as it turns out, he's quite sinister in real life, is that even in his more innocent roles, he had a mischievous, sinister look to him. Mm. And Tim Robbins can sometimes be a teddy bear. Yes, those are our instincts correctly clicking in. If I were to say a poor man's Kevin Spacey, it would be the guy that played Benjamin on Lost.
2: Yes!
1: If Seven was a made-for-TV movie, he's your John Doe.
2: Oh Benjamin? shit! You're onto something there. Oh, yes. I, oh
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Ben, yeah, right. I call him he Captain could be he's a Mormon. What is it?
2: I call him Captain Eyeballs.
0: <laughs> Actually, yeah. I call—I call call—I him Commander Eyeballs. So that's really weird. we are onto something. <laughs> yeah, I called him Bobo Kevin Space. I also—I also. Oh, <laughs> I've
1: literally Bobo had this Kevin conversation Space. before. That's—I didn't just pull that recommendation out of my ass.
0: In, um, in the
1: past, it, it occurred to me. I also wrote
0: down fortune cookies and ice cream. Don't know what I meant by that, but it sounds uh, delicious. I'll tell you
1: what: dipping fortune cookies and ice cream is probably legit.
0: No, I, w- I like. I want a Ben and Jerry's that has fortune cookies and maybe a caramel ripple through it.
2: Mmm. could See, be I that. was envisioning like an ice cream sandwich where the sandwich was the fortune cookie, and Ooh, ice if cream. if you can make it fry. soft.
1: Not bad. Yeah, I was thinking like chips of fortune cookie in an ice cream, and you could do like one of those like those like caro flavors that you get.
3: So yep, it has yep. like the,
1: the Asian infusion. Oh, fortune cookies are pretty American. The
2: Ooh.
0: Honestly,
1: that sounds pretty good.
2: Money yeah, makes sense. sprinkle
0: some cheese ends in there. You could write a fortune on the lid. Yeah. You know, just scrape amazing. off scrape off that lid that lid ice cream scum.
2: Yep, yep. The lid. <laughs> or at the bottom.
0: Numbers, yeah.
2: At the bottom right. of your victory of eating a pint by yourself.
0: Duh. Well, yes, <laughs> that's that brings me to I, my. I'll go. I guess I'll go first to the snack cupboard because that brings me to something that I want. Again, I'm breaking the rules <gasps> and talking about something that I haven't had, but I wanted to have, but I couldn't have, and you'll understand why. Okay, but that's okay.
1: You can report back on it once you have had.
0: I don't think I will ever have it. So I I saw on GoPuff that there was a entire pint of edible cookie dough from Nestle Toll House. And I was like, I was feeling particularly like, you know, I need some comfort food. Let's get it. But I looked I did a I did myself a disservice, or maybe an actual service, of reading the nutrition label. You now, might have helped yourself here. The, the, yes, and you'll understand why in a second. Um, now, if you look at a Ben & Jerry's pint, the serving size is usually, what, four servings per pint?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And maybe, like, you know, 250 calories per serving.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll be the judge of what a serving is, Benjamin <laughs> <and> Jerry. <laughs> I'm about to face this jar.
0: Um, Which is fine because that's normally, you know, a thousand calories, whatever. If you're feeling in your feelings, go ahead and have all the ice cream. The pint of Nestle Toll House edible cookie dough was, um, the serving size was two tablespoons. So the amount per container was 11 servings and each one was 140 calories. So you're looking at like... Is that like fifteen hundred here? Yeah, something something close to your daily provided uh, complete calories and over one thousand percent of your sugar intake per day.
2: Oh my god! But
0: you could just keep it with you all day and just
1: like graze, you know, just like take a little yeah. nip of it, you know, like like and an alcoholic does with a with a you know like a what's it called a flask. You could yeah. do with your be like oh, gotta take the edge off here, doing it up, doing it up, and as good as yeah.
2: Go ahead. I've had my share of edible cookie dough. Not Nestle Toll House brand per se, but I did go to one of those like insta-famous places in New York. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: Um, Called dough, spelled D-O with the long... Oh,
1: o. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course that's what it's called. Why would it be called <laughs> anything else?
2: And that was good. I did enjoy it. I got like a brownie battery one and a cake birthday cake flavor one those are like my go-tos and uh, conveniently it didn't come with any nutrition labels but that was that was good enough to where i tried a grocery store available brand bought Mm it one bite hated it threw it out wanted nothing to do with it so i heard it's very rich
0: like it's like super rich to the point where you don't really enjoy it we've had cookie dough ice cream
3: yeah, that's
1: like chunks of edible cookie dough, and I've always been a fan of that. But I feel like they're little treats amidst a different sea of flavors. If it was just a big thing of dough, that might be rough. Although yeah, I, yeah. my favorite treat is cookies—just any and all cookies. So
0: well, they they say on on the label, big enough for me to see on the GoPuff image that said, "Do not bake this." And I kind of wanted to buy it just to bake it and see what <laughs> happened. We should do
1: once quarantine ends. Let's do a video episode where we bake the cookies. All right. Let's that do that it. Are I'm, I'm not into debate.
2: it.
0: I'm into
1: it. Yeah, it'll be fun. Again,
2: this is why America is failing.
1: <laughs> Damn straight. But if they're gonna fail, Listen, I'm gonna burn some cookie dough as the ship falls down, <laughs> just so I can they, add to the calamity. Be like, guess what, guys?
0: Smell that? It's cookies. Okay, so the cookies are burnt.
2: They wouldn't. <laughs> so they they, are they are wouldn't we. make the
0: rules if they didn't want them to be broken. All right.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you heard before. of something
0: called the Constitution? <laughs> We're reclaiming cookies. They were like, they were yeah.
1: like oh, you got to bake the cookies. And then cookie dough shows up and they were like, uh-uh, you can just eat the cookie dough straight. And we're like, we're taking back the
0: bake. We're taking I have the bake. I have a First Amendment right to bake cookies that we're told to not be baked. <laughs> Our
1: forefathers,
0: they didn't, they didn't unbake their
1: cookies. They'd have definitely died if they ate unbaked yeah.
0: cookies. And then they would have thrown those cookies into the sea and blamed Britain. <laughs> yes. Those motherfuckers. All right, right. Brie, what's your snack? <laughs>
2: So, my snack is something that I found during quarantine, and I'm not a person who's a particular fan of popcorn, but I have found Boom Chicka Pop Sweet and Salty Kettle Corn.
0: Oh, hell
1: yeah. Ooh.
2: Delish Minimal Kernel Interference with my teeth, which is my number one critique of popcorn. Agreed. And too. I went to a drive-in Sunday. And rather than risk whatever the heck was happening at the concession stand for what was probably a lackluster popcorn experience, I my Boom Chicka Pop, enjoyed David Bowie's labyrinth and peace and comfort from my own vehicle.
1: Nice. Nice.
2: It was a good time.
3: I've Boom got a a
1: pop trip coming up in a few weeks. I'm so excited. I
0: it's almost it. went to go see Scream last weekend, but it started at midnight and I'm old and I didn't want to be out that late.
2: Oh, we left um, before the second movie. We were we were just <laughs> there for the
1: bulge, and we were out. Yeah, that's true. They um, have to. They can't start until it's dark. So, like, it starts at nine. So, double feature starts at eleven.
0: Yeah, no, I, I went. To, I, I mean, I've been a big fan of Boom Chicka Pop since there was this, that explosion of like, "Hey, everyone, popcorns low but it tastes like a potato chip." If you really think about it. And there was, like, like everything in the supermarket was, like, half – now half popcorn, half potato chips, where it used to be all potato chips. Mm -hmm. And Boom Chicka Pop was one of the the bigger ones. And I will say that I liked a lot of their – their light sea salt one is also very
2: good. I've been afraid to branch out because the sweet and salty is everything that I love. So um, many moons ago, we – our group of girls were all about the swalty, which is sweet and salty. We would create swaltie. snacks to be swalty. And this is it right here. I don't have to do anything. There you go.
1: That's wonderful. Swalty. <laughs> That's very funny. Put
0: I saw salty. somebody on Instagram put black pepper on strawberries. Ooh.
2: Okay. I
0: put and that salt might on be watermelon. That, I'll keep you updated. That might be my next, my next uh, foray. That sounds okay. pretty Into good. Into the snack cupboard.
2: I'll catch it on the next hot property.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you what I am
1: not. Oh wait, did we do? The, did we do the intro? Yeah, you did the intro. there's a whole to do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a big I'm not a big uh, popcorn person, so I I tend just to not even try popcorns. Yeah, it's just not for me.
0: And it's because of, of the kernels of the
1: teeth thing.
2: It sucks. Yeah, it it
1: really is, and now that like. I've had a lot of dental work done on my back teeth from having not had insurance for so long. I'm terrified of a kernel. I was gonna
0: say I didn't want to bring it up. I wanted you to bring it up, but I was gonna say it's probably because of your uh, past teeth problems that you don't want to fuck with anything that might get stuck in that. I don't want that little, to that little crevice between the gum and the tooth.
1: My pearly whites are pearly and white, and I—I I mean, I've always flossed because I just enjoy flossing. But um, yeah, I just—I'm not fucking around with uh, with yeah. I've got like, I will one say
2: there's no interference but minimal. Four, Jesus Christ. It that was, was a long time. Yeah.
1: But I I'll tell you what, what, they're great. <laughs> they're great. great.
0: I drove home from Montreal one time and like to stay awake, it was like 10 hour drive. So to stay awake I would, like munch on popcorn and one of uh, the, the kernel shards got into my like left back molar and uh. caused an infection. And go to the emergency dentist dental room the next day,
1: dude. Well, I just that is that is my biggest piece of advice to anybody out there. If we have any young listeners, don't miss dentist appointments. And just if you don't have insurance, just pay the fucking money. Do it. It's it's worth it. You'll pay it eventually if you don't. So just go. And
2: since you have what I'm imagining is a primarily Philly listenership, if I can do a plug for my dental friend my dentist yeah, or the donna's friend right in philly sarah pren look her up she's got multiple offices she's working at but i don't know the name of either one but she's in the philly greater area and does wonderful work the tiniest hands in the dental industry very effective
1: i'm gonna i'm in the in the midst of changing dentists and uh so i I will look her up
0: and i'll, I'll make sure to i'll make sure to invoice them employer.
1: for this for the right time on. <laughs> I actually, I don't, I don't even feel, I don't really have a really hardcore snack to talk about. I will say that we went for a hike over the weekend and Jenna just made trail mix and just got like a bunch of different nuts and M&Ms and peanut M&Ms and craisins and all that. And honestly, it's been like the staple of the last couple of days, just grabbing a handful of trail mix. So highly recommend.
0: That's my snack. I'm glad you said craisins because I have a huge, huge, huge stance on not putting raisins in trail mix.
3: They're
1: the worst. I wouldn't mind them in trail mix, but I would prefer craisins.
0: Raisins so are what terrible. Though, keep
1: your raisins out of my cereal. I, I don't get you raisins. Craisins should Ooh. replace
0: raisins in every facet. Stop making raisins. Everyone just stop right now making raisins.
1: <laughs> yeah, make craisins.
0: Because honestly, yeah, focus leave on the raisins alone. They're, they, you nailed it. As or, or here's an idea. Blazins.
2: Blueberry, right? Blueberries. You're not yeah. just oh. talking about my pastime.
0: No, uh, I thought it was oh, yeah, I thought I it was craisins that. in Cheetos dust. No, <laughs> yeah. ooh, blazing! Now we can we can make blazing hot blazins and, uh, and blazing hot Cheeto crusted blueberry dried fruit. <laughs> that, I honestly, I'm not,
1: I'm not gonna make that. But if it was made, I would eat it. Yeah, I'm not gonna stop that. I, I do have a note here of what we can look forward to on the next episode because we're not going to have time for this. But this is the best note, and I don't, I don't remember when I wrote it. But it's, what is your favorite type of noodle? <laughs> <laughs> if we have time; we can cover it, or we can save that for next week. Let's save for, for, for next week. Let's save for next week
0: because I have, I have um, a, a question that will definitely better encompass all of our opinions who is a better okay. sherlock rdj or cucumber patch
1: i've only seen rdj
0: oh, i thought you i thought I've you saw the sherlock seen, with cucumber patch No. Nah.
2: i've only seen cucumber patch which is the first time i'm hearing this nickname i'm here for it um oh,
0: but you knew exactly who we were talking I about did.
2: Right? <laughs> I anyone, did. Who,
0: anyone who does it it's benedict cucumber
2: yeah.
1: Patch. <laughs> I really like Benedict Cucumber because it's it's only slightly less <laughs> unwieldy than his actual name.
0: Benedict Cumberpatch. <laughs> Benedict Cucumber.
1: <laughs> that makes me laugh the way Mike Pancake makes me laugh. That's just very
0: funny. All right, so we can mechanics I... of that question. Let's go back to the noodle sense. So my favorite noodle is probably a ravioli
1: is a ravioli a noodle or is that like a, a little sweet baby pie
0: all right so is a noodle is pasta a noodle see now we're, ne- we're definitely gonna go over time with this yeah
1: we, we could devote a whole episode to this let's set the rules and we'll talk about it next week i think okay. that because i think raviolis and tortellinis and all that they are like pocket treats and we can have a separate conversation <laughs> as to which of Fair. those <laughs> pocket which which salty soft uh, soupy pop tarts are the is your favorite but I, i'm just I talking say- noodles
2: I'm yeah. having just flashbacks to your definition of a pie conversation.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. That's. I mean, based on that, that documentary that I can't find that I saw that was about pie, <laughs> I don't
3: think it ravioli really would
1: absolutely be considered a pie.
0: All right. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yeah. No, it's not.
2: Speaking as a hot dog proprietor, it is not a sandwich. <laughs> Thank what is you. It,
1: then? Is it just a hot dog? I feel like well, hot dogs are a subset of sandwich.
0: Wait, Brie, can we quick quick in bread in a way to eat with your hands. Brie, can we quick share the, um, the name of your hot dog propriety?
2: Um, I did not name it. I am a second generation hot dog wiener slinger, if you will. Um, I will. It's called Eat Me Wieners.
1: Eat Me Wieners.
2: We do have t-shirts available
1: nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. i like and a good the, hot dog
2: the t-shirt says eat me wieners established 1980 another roadside attraction please don't get mad at us tom robbins fans mm.
1: very nice they do have I will, good. I, wieners, i'm though. gonna look this up because i've I, do, I was not aware that you that you had a history in hot dogs well,
2: <laughs> we don't have an internet presence so you just have to know me to know oh, it yeah. but enough. um yeah, my parents. Uh, my dad was a roofer. My mom was a bartender, and they bought this hot dog wagon. And on Peanut Night at the Hurley Mountain Inn, that's when uh, they would be slinging wieners outside.
1: <laughs> that's incredible.
2: And my mom makes yep. her own chili sauce that is amazing, called Cadillac Jack sauce.
1: Cadillac Jack. Yes. Now explain. That's to me. what
2: makes it an eat me wiener is the Cadillac Jack sauce.
1: Why can't a hot dog be a sandwich? What's preventing it from meeting the, the standards of sandwich nomenclature?
2: It's not two pieces of bread.
1: So a cheesesteak, which is largely considered a sandwich, is not a sandwich then? It's a hoagie. I,
2: I was okay. anticipating that blowback. <laughs> There's a difference between a hot dog bun and a sub roll. And I think it's really just a matter of length
1: length and texture and I will say that nine times out of ten when I eat a hot dog the the roll snaps into two pieces of bread mm. sort of make calling it audible into a sandwich I don't know I to me it's a subset of the nomenclature sandwich like sandwiches are things between breads but then as they you know that can filter down into you know I think is a, a taco, taco is a form of a sandwich. That was
2: my next one. Is a taco yeah. a sandwich? I think it's about the angle at which you eat because when I eat a hot dog, I'm yes. typically, you know.
1: You go sideways, yeah. Sandwiches <laughs> is, is head on. I mean, if you want to make that distinction, I think what it just comes down to for me is I'm unwilling to make that distinction.
3: <laughs> I feel like they
1: are, they are, it's a sub, to me, it's a subset of sandwiches because if I was, if someone had never heard of a hot dog before and I was trying to explain it to them, I'd be like, well, it's sort of like a sandwich. I'd I'd open with that.
2: I think orientation in this case matters because a hot dog is open up and a sandwich is usually not. Yeah, it's it's open on the sides. Mm.
1: I mean, I think if there's a reason to make the distinction, what about 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 an open-faced sandwich? sandwich?
2: Well, then that has its own asterisk built into the name, doesn't it?
0: That's true. It does. It does. That's true. (laughs) It's also I, more I, of like a platter.
1: This. I am unwilling to personally make the distinction. It's just not going to change. But I will I will say that I think that the distinction, if it needs to exist, does exist around the angle of consumption and the yeah. angle of construction. Because that is...
0: Yeah, it's. I think that that is... A, <laughs> because if a hot dog bun has a hot dog inside of it, that's a hot dog. But if you put like turkey into a hot dog bun. That's just a sandwich.
3: Like, how do <laughs> no, do that? That's a, that's a baby hokey.
0: It's also a crime against humanity. Hot dogs, buns are only made for hot dogs. So stop putting yeah. other things inside of them.
1: I put some worse. sloppy joe into it.
0: Before. Brats, yeah. Or kielbasa. Yeah. Anyway, we're, we're out of time Any here. We gotta, we gotta go to plugs. Yeah. We gotta go to plugs. We're gonna,
1: <laughs> we'll table the pasta talk <laughs> we'll come back. But it seems that I'm in the minority. Hot dogs are apparently not sandwiches.
0: They are so, not. And we heard from a hot dog expert, a second yeah, generation to, hot dog expert.
1: What do I know? I've just eaten a bunch of them.
2: That'll be on my epitaph. Today, it's second generation hot dog.
1: <laughs> Were you that's, saying today, I, as in to I've had a bunch of hot dogs today, or that she's yeah. going to
0: die <laughs> today? And have yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was more concerned about uh, Dan's point. No, did you eat a bunch I of hot dogs not. today? But I do have the
1: uh, slow cooker going downstairs with a bunch of tomato sauce with sausages in it. Mm. Uh, they're slow cooking. And uh, I'm, I'm going to put them on spaghetti. Is that a sandwich?
2: <laughs> Is it between I two mean... loaves of garlic bread?
1: <laughs> there will be garlic bread, so I could arrange it go. into a sandwich. You can do that. All right. All right. Is Dan, it? what do you got for plugs? um all right so uh check out hot property like and subscribe uh you know how to find podcasts you're alive um check out you're my listening other to one right now yeah you're listening to this one how you found this is how you should continue to find this um and then my other show uh i like to movie movie uh check that out where we talk about movies and i write a lot of stuff on cinema76.com and findy.com and uh also you should check wait out- let, me, let me do this
0: one let me do this one you should check out uh, Depp Impact, which is uh, hosted by Dan's uh, better half, Jenna Caruzzi, which I will be Whoa, hosting on. okay. What? She's going
1: to kill you if she heard you just completely mangle her last name like that. Uh, you know, yeah. I always do that, though. Yeah, it's Kersey. Really. Kersey. Jenna Caruzzi. Yeah, don't, over- don't overthink the mashing of vowels.
0: But I always, but she's a little bit crazy. That's why I like it. a there. little crazy. <laughs> so
3: yeah.
1: Either All
0: way, right, so Jenna good. Kersey, I will be guesting on that tomorrow, talking about the latest installment of the Pirates franchise, which I'm excited about. And I'm about to go watch that movie because I wanted to save it till tonight to keep it fresh.
1: Right on. It's not going to be fresh. That movie uh, is rotten.
0: I'm, I'm no, actually, def- I'm, defend- I'm defending it. And I don't even know how I'll scene. be defending it yet.
1: It's my least favorite of the series, but it is still quite fun, and that Javier Are hobby you defending
2: it prior to watching it?
0: I've seen it before.
2: Okay.
0: I remember liking it better, than, it better than better uh, than everyone else did. The third one, in my opinion, was the worst one. That's like my favorite
1: outside of the first one. Yeah, and just because Reed, it's any, big you want to plug? madness.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't have anything to plug. My Instagram is private, and I like it that way. Um, but right. support my good pals, Steve and Dan. Listen to all their projects, and, just and if you uh, need any dentistry, oh, my plug is wear a fucking mask. There you go. There you, there you go. go.
1: Into it, yeah. Wear a mask, guys. It's my birthday on Saturday, and it's my last Saturday birthday before I turn forty, and I don't get to do shit because idiots didn't wear their masks. Yeah. So my next Saturday birthday will be. I'll be on an oxygenator for ages.
0: reasons. I did, I did send you a present, so keep an eye out for that. What? Um, but follow my dog at bb8 underscore the corgi on Instagram. And Brie, you're gonna join us for this last part. You know, you know, I know you know the words.
2: I do. All right, I'm here we go. To butcher it with you. Here we go. And
0: as as always, that's been hot property, and, and it's got got, got, to got to be Good. To be
3: good. <laughs> And it's, and it's got, got
2: to,
0: to be, be live. live. <laughs>
2: Ow. I hope that was the worst one yet. No, it
0: that was, was pretty bad. <laughs>